already see i recording in progress what's going on everybody welcome 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 back to the black man win podcast with your boy tyler pie guy and listen man we got an og on we we got an og on the line right I'm now OG we got the og here. status though hey right. i hey i remember when you was i was still a young buck and you was still i always thought about you as og status though because yeah, yeah, I was because sure. I because I was always a young buck you and you and Jeremy around and shit like that so I was I was you know the young buck around and shit like that when I saw y'all y'all was always OG but now you now you really out here OG like stuff. super OG yeah you I'm super, like, triple, I'm like, you're you, like double, yeah OG. you 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 super triple double OG right now like I, I I don't even know like I think with the with the new position now I think you you, yeah. you probably like you getting into the untouchable range. Yeah, I'm trying to though. I'm I'm trying to you feel I'm trying me. To I'm trying to do something like that. I'm trying. You, you get to, but you know what? You know what? Let me let me let my man's introduce himself because that's actually the first question. You feel okay, me? Okay, cool. That's the first yep. question. So we're gonna let you introduce yourself okay. to our fans at home, to our listeners at home, to our black men at home, black women okay. listening. You feel yep. me? Let them know yeah. who you are, my guy. My name is, well, I mean, I ain't gonna throw my, well, I guess I throw my government out there because you can trace me the way through. I'm on <laughs> the fans got our information. So hey, they got it. Through. They got it. It's, it's, it's leaked already. It's my, leaked real name, my real name is DeAndre Royster. You know what I'm saying? I'm originally from Flint, Michigan. Uh, lived in Flint. Grew up in Ipsy. Shout out to White Town. You yes, know what sir. White Town. Um, currently, right now, I hold the position of podcast editor for Sports and Gaming at Spotify. Um, so, if you got a podcast, shoot them over to me so I can put you on. All right, also- I just pause, pause, <laughs> real quick. Hold up, I just want everybody to hear that. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I, I just want, I just want the the people to know who I'm dealing with. You understand what I'm saying? This is not no for play play. Go ahead, my brother. I just wanted to let I just I just wanted to make sure they heard. Yeah, yeah, you already know what you know what I'm saying. Uh, what it is. Yeah. So, you know, also you can find me by D Royale on Instagram or Twitter because you know I worked in radio for about a decade. Um, I DJ, I host events, I, I do a little bit of everything in the in the entertainment space, in the creator space. Um, mm-hmm. I write, I got a podcast of my own called um a real spit with royale so i do a little bit of everything you know what i'm talking about so for me i'm just happy to even be on here but that's my introduction you can find me on all of those names that i just listed and if you ever want to get in contact my email real spit royale at gmail.com or just droyale1045 at gmail.com you can always email me get in contact with me for creative concepts anything that you want to do business wise you know like hit me up holla at me y'all hear this man do y'all hear this man <laughs> Now let me now let me let me let me break down me and D's relationship, right? Because yeah, yeah, please do because I don't think they understand. We've been affiliated from soil. We we, yeah. we 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 uh, here's the thing. A lot and and I love I love when I have these types of interviews because a lot of people don't know who I know, right? <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they, and, and, and we and I love, you know we never use that as a bad like never. Yeah, yeah. We, we are the type of folks that we never use our networking or our networks or our connections yeah. to really sit here and flex. I never yeah. do that. I never to do that. Fault, though. To a fault, like exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Ahead. Exactly. To a fault to where, like, okay, you know what? I should have flexed on them real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. know what? The humbleness in me pulls me back. Yeah. But me and Roy go back all the way to Michigan, my nigga. Like, yeah. 
like my early two thousand. I think, Arlie, I, I, think I met you around like oh three oh four. Mm-hmm. No, I, I met you like oh two oh one. Like yes, bro. Was a baby yes, bro. Yeah. Yes, bro. I was I was like I was probably seven. Yeah, like eight, young, seven, like, eight. Yeah, you ain't even had a double digits on your on my your nigga. Agent. Like it was, it's yeah. been a minute. Like you was a teenager by that time. Use young flower, use the young flower from the soil. Bruh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facts, bro. Fucking facts. Listen, my cousin Jeremy and him are like super, super duper. Like that's my brother. That's, like that's, it's, that's it's a brother. No that's blood. Brother could, I, we don't have. We don't share no blood. But water couldn't even make us. Literally, literally. Like, that's, my, that's my baby right there. That's my literally homie. That's my homie for life. Yeah, for sure. Every time I seen Jeremy go somewhere, it was always Roy and his crew next to him. Right like here. literally, it was exactly. always them. Always, yeah. always. I remember coming to 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 the hotel room one time. Oh, he got. Oh, you can't. <laughs> Oh my God, Lord of mercy, Jesus. Dog, we can't talk about the tellies. You can't talk, but no, that's dope. But that no, but no, like it goes back far. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Michigan for my, uh, me and Jeremy are, we in, we in Michigan for our aunt's funeral. Yep. And he was like, yo, how you been out there? I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm making it, you know, taking it one day at a time, but everything is moving consistently and everything. He was like, you know D out there. I was like, what? I was yeah. like, fuck out of here. You lying. He was like, nigga, he been out there for the last five years. I was like, nigga, send me his contact. Oh, my God, bro. Like, I'm a, I'm a really, you know, but that's another conversation. That's a, exactly. Like, but it was just like, it was just like, nah, real talk. And then just like doing my research on you, I was like, and and seeing how much you, I was like, bro, this came up, bro. I'm like, bro. yo, what? It's the grind, I'm like, bro. <laughs> it's yeah. the grind. And I was like, yo, I got, I got to get him on the pod. I got to get him on the Black Men Win pod because I'm like, to see to see what I have seen, it was just like, bro, this this man is is going crazy, and he's not even done yet. And I just feel like he's not even getting. He's probably like at at maybe like twenty twenty five percent of yeah, starting. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know you start a game. You know you start a game, and you like yeah percent in yeah. Like you like twenty five percent there, bro, and it's just amazing to see the growth like yeah. everything so going into the, the the second question do you believe that as black men uh we support each other spiritually emotionally mentally physically and uh financially what do you what do you say to that that's a great question that's exactly why i wanted to come on this pod because i had so many ideas mm-hmm. and i think i'm i love that you allot the space for us to talk this way um yes the, sir in short form the answer is no yes in long form the answer is kind of Okay. Break it down for me. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I didn't really have my first as a professional. I didn't really have my first black lead Mm -hmm. or black manager until I got to a person named DJ D Strong in Mm -hmm. radio, Mm -hmm. and he became that. I knew him as a friend, but then he kind of elevated to that in the radio spectrum, Mm -hmm. and it was dope because that was my first time ever being able to say that a black man is leading me in my professional realm. Right. I would say in a long form, not kind of, not really because we compete too much. Like black mm, men are always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like 
we not I can't blame black men for that because we are kind of at a disadvantage because we've been trained to so compete. To speak. Yeah. 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 We've been trained to compete with each other. Mm -hmm. Also, we occupy spaces. When you get more successful, you realize there's less and less black men along the way. And so when you see another black man in the room, you thinking like, okay, that's my competitor, as opposed to thinking Dude, that's my that's my yeah, that's my conglomerate. Right, right. You know like that's we can collaborate like, together. Exactly. Yeah. And also, you know, culture separates us. So, you know, being from Michigan, when I used to get in rooms with other black men, like these upper rooms, especially like at Spotify and iArt, like they'd be from like Stanford, no disrespect to Stanford, but they'll be mm -hmm. from like places where we never even imagined exist. Mm -hmm. And they grew up mm -hmm. in predominantly a white background. So they're kind of they're not, they not from the soil like we from the soil. So right, you see right. act a certain way so you don't look at them as one of your own. Right. You look at them as like you the op, like the other ones the op. Yeah, you know? yeah. So for me, I try to keep it professional and cordial with you and I don't break that third wall of being personal because mm. for the most part, you don't need, I don't even know if you in touch with your roots. You gotta be in touch with your essence in order to align with me. So right. there's a couple different things at play, but short form, yes. Long form, no. But I'll even take it one more level deeper just mm -hmm. to kind of answer this question. Think about being in the hood. You know, I'm thinking about being like, let's say, let's say you're from West Side, Seven Mile. And let's say you go to East Side, Six Mile. They not looking at you as you bro. They looking at yeah. you like you're the op. Even yep. if you're not even affiliated, <laughs> yeah. just low key, yeah. you know, whatever. They look at you like you fool, especially if you did. Like if you, if you saw <sighs> stuff, they gonna look yep. at you like dog, like I'm dog, like he a lick. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. at the same time, you're really not. You just handling your business, doing your stuff, and now you feel like I'm over here and they don't know me. So now they be, you know, it's just it's weird shit like that at play. And there's so many layers to peel back. But I will say that for the most part, if you're a real black man and you understand where we come from, you're gonna help another black man. Especially and I think age, age happens too. Like you are more prone to help a younger black male than you are an older or same age black male. And I think that's something mm. that we need to reverse and fix as well. That's just my answer to that. Yeah. I want you to save that because that's going to go into our fourth question because yeah, okay. I want you and I, and I want you to remember uh, like most of what you said, because mm. that right there really that not only did you answer the second question, but you was kind of going into answering the fourth question. So I want you to hold that. Okay, right? cool. Yep. And then in a sense, what you did and see, this is why this man is is flawless at his job. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> because he doesn't even know the questions, and he kind of just answered like damn near all all the main. I be, I be leaning. It. <laughs> it was just like I'm like, did he just damn near answer all three questions and yeah. all in one sentence? Like it's just weird because like the third question is like, do we let our generational curses in our community of black men hinder us from experiencing and realizing our true potential? And you was hitting on it. That's a great question. And I'm glad I leaned into it because it made this a little bit of a shorter answer. Um, yes, I think we carry a lot of generational curses. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this from a person who is directly derived from a generational curse. We, as black men, we are trained to just, we feel like if we're providing, we're doing the best, right? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, put, I put food on the table. Primetime example, Papa Price, when I live with him, you know, he was like, look, I put food on the table, mm -hmm. house over your head, yep. energy in this building. Like, you yep. know what I'm saying? Like, you're yep. getting best. Like, I'm giving you everything I got. Yep. We've been taught to feel like, you know, sweat equity is 
the 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 pinnacle of our providing and it's right. not the pinnacle of our providing are shared experiences so when black men procreate we don't understand that we have we're storytellers and when like just like podcasting to me is a great space for black men Absolutely. i feel like it's better than the actual sweat equity and physical labor that we put forward towards our families because those generational curses teaches us that I go out in this world and I let these people enslave me so for your benefit. And I don't let, think that's true. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think, because I agree with you on, in a sense, that in this new, in our new generation, the, the, the sweat equity is kind of, uh, I don't want to say diminished, yeah. but it has definitely um, calmed down yeah. since our parents, our yep. grandparents, you know, our aunts, uncles, who kind of look at who have kind of looked at what we do mm-hmm. and kind of toot they uh, I don't want to say toot they nose up, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe yeah. raise an eyebrow and be like, hmm, what you ah yeah, like yeah, yeah. And so and and I don't think it comes from a place of malice, right? It I doesn't. think it, I think yeah. it comes from a place of it's like learned behavior. I think it's learned behavior over time. Right, that too. And I yeah. also think it comes from a place of fear, right? Because I think I our, our our parents wanted to, they look at us, and I know my mom, she 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 was a she was a she was a hustler. And she got hers. Mm-hmm. And she showed me early how to okay, I'm working at MGM Grand. Yeah, but I'm also on the side at church putting in mm-hmm. these orders. Hey, yo, son, can you help me make this website? I'm at like 10, 11 years old helping my yeah. mama make a website. She gave you in the game early. <laughs> she gave me in the game early. And I'm not even like thinking about it like yeah, in, yeah. That, in that mindset. So how, what, what is that? How can we, I don't want to say get our OGs to understand what we're doing, but maybe come to like a common ground if so. Right, right. Right. That's a good that's a good follow up, like one A to B question. Right. Um, and I think you're right. I think for a lot of us, especially as young black men, if you grew up with your mom predominantly and I'm speaking, you know, from Michigan terms. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Facts. Facts. All of my family worked in the factories. You know what I'm saying? They worked mm-hmm. at the plant. Yeah. So growing up, if you ain't have a job at the plant, your job look was looked at as lesser. Exactly. Yeah. From, yeah. yeah. There's no benefits. If you like, let's say you worked at TJ Maxx. There's no benefit. There no benefits for that shit. You feel me? Your, your family yeah. got dental, medical, none of that insurance. Yep. So they looked at that as you got a lesser job because my job comes with more, you know, more, you know, outside of just pay, my job comes right. with more. So right. if you have Blue Cross, Blue, like for instance, if you have Blue Cross, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, mm-hmm. it was looked at as having a great job because yeah. if my daughter break her arm, I can take her to U of M hospital or, you know, Hurley or whatever hospital and she going to get the best of treatment. Exactly. But if you have Medicare, people look at you like, but that's just, that's, that's a little bit of a classism. And now as we get older and we become the adults and they get ready to get aged out and they're retired, collect the social security, social security or whatever pension they get, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? They looking at us like when I tell my mom, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podcast editor. You know what I'm saying? She looked at me like, what the fuck is that? And I looked at her like, <laughs> what? Like, are you not understanding that the, the world is changing and they're yeah. in flux? So they're looking at you like, oh, wow, you're creative. That don't sound like a job to me because they don't understand before technology advanced and before society got mm-hmm. to where it's now, 
there was always a middle ground for people to be creatives and make money. There's people on TikTok that make a hundred thousand a year just off TikTok. Oh my God. You feel me? And they don't Crazy. understand that concept. That concept is foreign to them. And unless, I try to unless they're them. unless there's a child is actually doing it. Facts. Right. If you're, that's what I'm saying. You got to be directly in right. Exactly. Yeah. What's happening? So if your child's a podcaster and you can't explain to your mama friends or your daddy friends like that, my child is paying the bills and making extras off the fact that they creating on some social media mm -hmm. platform. And it's hard for you to put in words and respect what your children are doing. Exactly. So I'll say this. I'll say this for our generation and to sum this up. Mm -hmm. It's hard for them to have a middle ground because they don't understand what we're doing. And you have mm -hmm. to you have to be phonetic with them. You have to really sit down and really show them step by step. And then they understand because they're a step by step generation. They only understand. You're right. That Dang, hard work that's a good money. one. They You're only right. understand that hard work equals money. They don't understand this new equation that we put into play that's running the world right now. So that's mm -hmm. the only way you get middle ground is if you have patience with your older family and you sit down and step by step them to make it make sense for them. That's the only way you want to have middle ground as a creative with your older family who, who only know labor. Right. That's because I have step by step my mom and she knows now. She knows what's good. Yeah, she know now. Yeah, and she gonna she figure it now. out. Cause when, she know now. Cause when you booming, yeah, when you booming and she gonna be like, how my son making this money? You gonna be like, I told you back in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 2016, it like was gonna it was, pop. It was gonna yeah. pop. It just take a little bit of time, you know? But they understand right. that because they started working when they was like 14, 15, they dropped out of school or maybe they right. didn't stay in school, but they understand by the time they was 21, they was making six figures mm -hmm. if they were putting that real work. So they mm -hmm. understand it. It's just not physical labor to them. So they don't, it doesn't compute initially. Right. So just push a little forward with them and be patient. They'll understand when they see the residuals coming and in. And they will, they will. They're going to be like, hey, son, let me get it. Let me give a couple dollars there. What you got? <laughs> what you got? Be like, all right, I see you pull up in that thing. What you got right. in them? Pockets? Right, right. What you got in them pockets? Oh shit, nah. Come on now. Be like, uh huh. Yeah, you see what I'm? Uh huh. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I got yeah. you. Uh huh. So you got. So I told you to save that last point, right? Because the fourth question is, what can we do better as black men? And you and I and I and and that's why I told you to save this point because. Yeah. What can we do better as black men individually to help improve our overall community for the next generation? Yeah, that's a great question. And um, I'm not going to Steve Harvey you because I don't believe in a lot of the things that older black men subscribe to. <laughs> ah, this I'm man says go to church. I'm not going to tell you to go to church oh, and a good God fearing woman yep. and work 29 hours a day. I'm not going to yep. tell you that. What I'm going to tell you is black men, we have to enjoy life a little bit more. We have mm -hmm. to understand that life is deeper than just uh worldly rewards mm, like talk about life, it life is fun if you make it fun like i know we're an oppressed people i know we live in a very tough situation you smell me i know it's mm -hmm. wild for us out here like mm -hmm. deeper than what we can think it is because we don't have certain certain knowledges but as black men what i think we can immediately do mm -hmm. is be happier and like each other more like not like if you see it if you see another black man and he's shining cool he's shining whatever mm -hmm. that that don't change nothing for you it mm -hmm. makes it better in some ways like but i think we should also as black men appreciate each other a little bit more because all of the people that i look up to are black men you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. i don't look up to anybody who's not from my soil who's not mm -hmm. from my situation mm -hmm. and my family and where i come from 
So anyways, I think the immediate answer to that question is don't look at other black men as your competition in any form or fashion, regardless whether their family is doing well or not, whatever the case is, like don't look at them as like they your comp. Also, in the long form, don't be, don't put down black boys because you might have a daughter one day and you might look at black boys as the ops. They not. They just attracted to your daughter because she's a black woman. That's the essence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll say like in long, long term, invest more in black men and, and trust them. You might get burned, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like, you know, there's a lot of bad people in this world. There's a lot of good people in this world. But if you're going to bet, bet on black. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to empower your black boys. How can we be happier together as black men? Like and trust one another more as black men because I, 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 it's a later question. That's a right? great question. Because and, and and I and I have and I have this this battle in my head because I'm like, okay, we we making some. I, I see us making some progress, man. I see us. Mm-hmm. I see us really supporting each other. Like I, I listen. I think so too. I see it, but then, but then, but then. <laughs> there's always yeah. a but then it's always, always there. because there's always a but then with us right yeah. it's always a but then it's like we we kind of go overboard and we 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 shooting each other and we doing this and we doing that and it's like come, yeah. y'all come on now like for real for and that's real tough. and that's tough and, and i'm sorry go ahead. I'm no no, no. it's it's tough like and, and and that's a that's that's a whole conversation, it, it right? Is, that's, a, that's, that's a that's a that's a layered dive. conversation, right? Yeah, that's a deep dive, yeah. For sure. But it's like, yo, our lives are getting taken, yeah, really, really quickly, y'all. Like, um, dude, like early, yo, Roy, I I see I see too many of my young brothers who are not making it. Either, either, either they're they're in the penitentiary. They're either, you know, uh, they're either getting locked up, or you know, they're either getting killed younger and younger, or their situation already cuts their lifespan short. Sixteen, they yeah. like, I can say out of this year, I've seen at least like five, four to five stories. Yeah. Black young black man, less than 17, 16 years old, dead, killed. Yep. Gone yeah. or institutionalized to the point where they doing they, exactly they, they, they doing 17, 40 years. They 17 getting hit with a 20 or a 30 piece. Easy. I'm like, what? First second offense, like nothing coming back. You smell me? Like it's crazy. And in in your and I'm just to answer your question. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. No, you good, you good, you good. No, you good. Go ahead. My 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 answer to that question is we need to, like, like I said, it starts when you were a boy, but there's this quote where it says it's easier. Um, and I, I think, I don't know if Harriet Tubman is somebody that said this way mm-hmm. back a long time ago, but um, they said it's easier to, now I don't think it was Harriet, it's somebody, but I, I don't want to be misquoted. But <laughs> it's easier to, to, to build a boy than to repair a broken man. Mm-hmm. And I think our society has to rethink a lot of things that we've been taught because- mm, Yeah, you're right. Have a lot of broken men in this world who reproduce. Yeah. So if the broken man reproduces and we don't fix him, what is? Wait a minute. Hold on. Say that one more time. (laughs) Say it one more time, (laughs) D. We have a lot of broken black men who what? Reproduce. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> I want y'all to hear that, like for real, like yeah. like like y'all for like for real. Hear what he's saying, because like I don't know if it hit y'all like it hit me, but like it hit me something. It was like a, it was yeah. like oh my god, you're so right. Oh, mamas, like when you Yo, get to certain, oh this is my mama, that, this is why I hate the atrocity of black men not being able to grow up and get older because people hate getting older, but wisdom comes with age if you're Absolutely. doing it right. Wisdom yep. and understanding comes with age because you've seen everything 30 times around by the time you're 33. I'm 33. Right. So I never thought I'd live to be 30. I'm going to just keep it a stack. I thought I was going to be dead at like 26, 27 or probably oh, before that. Yeah. From the from my and the people the men I grew up around, mm-hmm. they do they do wild shit to make yeah. it happen for their families. Yeah. So, anyways, but then it's some we it's some weirdos out here who just want to be affiliated. That's another story. Yep. Anyways, another story. What I'm about broken men reproducing is that they pass down those broken ways to children. So by the time you're 12, you think you got a total Glock, you think you got to sell, you think you got to be out here opping, but you don't. Like, you really just need to stay diligent on whatever you feel your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about my homies that got locked up 16. They never even watched anime. It's stuff like that that I think is goofy because you've been cheated out your life because you thought you were supposed to live a certain way because of the way that this society programs you. Yeah. And if no one teaches you that you're being programmed to do stupid shit, then you feed into the programming. That's right. what I mean about broken men reproducing with women. Yeah, and some of our women be broken too. Like, but yeah. I can't blame them because this world is tough, bro. It's this a, world will it'll break you if you're not strong enough. It'll absolutely your soul. Absolutely, and your soul would be inhabited with bad shit. Like you naturally think you're supposed to be in pain all the time and suffering. You're absolutely. not. Like absolutely. you're beautiful, bro. Like, and that's what I tell black people all the time. So for me, like I've watched, like my father was a person who was broken and reproduced. And he ain't teach me shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he ain't teach me nothing but to be strong. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not a real lesson. Being strong takes many forms. You Absolutely. have to be able to break that down. That's what I mean about the answer to your question. Listen, that was, that was, that was, that was, that's it. Because, oh, mamas. When we, when we talk about that, like, all of our fathers in some way, shape, or form have been broken. Because they came from people who had work, just got man, free, who literally. had just had liberties. They literally, literally just was able to vote in the 60s and have civil rights in the 60s. People don't realize how short of a time that is. Like, think about this. I was born in 94. Right. That happened in what, 65? Yep, 65. Yep, 64, 65, going into that. Yep. So you want to say 20, 29, 30 years almost? At best. Think about being born and then being 24. You don't know shit by the time you, I mean, you know something, bro, but you don't know it. <laughs> think about yeah, it. That's, yeah, you don't know nothing. Bro, like, that is more span of time. That's 29 years. Like, that's, Obama. you're just hitting 30. You just now getting there. You just getting into the, 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 the swing of things and everything, yep. and then everything gets swept up. Yo, we've been, we've been broken for a long time. For a very, very long time. And it, takes a, and it takes a it's going to take a lot of time yep. to get this healing right. That's why I tell black men, don't beat yourself up if you ain't got to figure it out by a certain age. That's Bro, it. you don't know what it's like. OK, I, I, I make this analogy and I'm going to make mm-hmm. it very quick, quick. I make this analogy. Yeah. Black men can understand this. It's like hooping. It's like you 13 in the AAU game 
and you're hooping against 17-year-olds and they've been hooping since they was four and you start hooping when you was two years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you down by 40 points in the first quarter. If you somehow manage to lose by 10 points, that's a miracle. That's you get what I'm miracle, saying? Bro. Like, you, you came don't back. Who really up against, like, actively, proactively, retroactively, right. and even way before that. Right. You're not meant to even have, if you're happy, you're already a threat. That's why I tell black men, start with mental health first and fix that so you don't take it out on the people that Talk care about, about it. Love. Yes, sir. Because we fight. We don't realize how much we, agree. Yep. we take it out on the people we love as black because we're strong-willed. Like we're we we're are. very oh, strong-willed black men. And our pride gets us in trouble. That's what it bro, boy, you couldn't have said it better. <laughs> oh shit, our pride gets us in trouble. You couldn't have said it better. My pride almost made me Ooh. not give, like love to me as black men is so deep. Mm. And I'm gonna say this, and I know I might get some shit for this if you share this, but I don't bro, really I don't care. care. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. <laughs> love from black women is the secret sauce of a black man's existence. You talk your shit, goddamn king. You, you talk your shit, king. You can't, without, you can't be great without a black woman, bro. You just can't. And I'm sorry. I know you love whoever you want to love. You want to love a white woman, Latin woman, German woman, whatever, whatever. Whoever. Whoever. And we learn that as black Ain't that boys, right, Panther? Raised primarily. <laughs> Got my dog right. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. Cause I see you at the. And he, he a black man, so he know. He hey, know he what's he good. Know. He, he good. Know. He know I what's good. About that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> after your your interview. I don't want to interrupt. You, but what I'm trying to say is, our moms teach us early on. Yes. No love ever compares to a love of a black, a black woman. woman. Oh my god. god. It's different. It's tightness. It's different, bro. I can't tell nobody nothing different. You your life is whatever you want. I'll tell you the first love I ever felt was the two black women in my life, which is my grandmother and my mom. And then the next one was my woman. That was it. When my woman kicked in, that was a different type of love. You feel me? It's different. That's it. I'll leave it there with that question, with that answer. I'll and and to piggyback off that, he he's a hundred percent right. Because as I'm growing up, that's exactly how i've been feeling mamas oh mamas like literally (laughs) your mama like my mom my aunt my grandmother the three Mm -hmm. women who i consider my trifecta yep literally that's the trinity that's That's the trinity Trinity. my holy trinity literally raised me you understand what i'm saying nobody can take that that's it that's it like, don't get me wrong. I have villagers, right? Because it takes a village. It does. Right? But those three right there held me down. Still that's do. Yeah, that's your foundation. And they'll never Still leave, do. bro. No matter never. what you do, they'll never leave you, bro. That's a love that I don't think people understand. They will never forsake you. Now, y'all might get beefed out. Y'all might argue. Yo, but you no can do what, all that. They'll be like, come over here, come home, whatever, whatever. You exactly. Know what we got you. We got a hot meal for you. All that. Oh, yes. Yes. Then when I got with my, I yo, the way I got with my girl, like exclusive. Yeah. The way I got with my girl, like. You got to notate that. Go ahead. I got to. <laughs> I, <gotta, laughs> I literally came to New York off of just like, I have nothing to my name. No job, no nothing. I'm living my best friend is 
at the time she's working for the MLB, so she's remote. Oh, that's dope. Right. So she came, got me, came from Grand Rapids, got me, we drove out, boom, in Here. New York in her Brooklyn apartment, way in Harlem now. A different lifestyle. Like, Bro, like when I tell you life just opened the fuck up, I said, Well, what the hell? Nigga. Oh, boy. Fear, nervousness, scared, all that. Oh, I mean, everything came about. Two weeks, right? My friend hits me up. She's like, yo, 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 yo. I want you to come through because I'm throwing you a, a welcome party. Plus, it's like a birthday party, so I want you to come through. I'm like, all right, bet. Get there late. She got the food out. The first thing I see. You got the food out. <laughs> future girlfriend sitting right to, the, right to the right of me. I mean, the left of me. Legs galore, all this. She already had you. Had me before even had- saying hello. She already had you. Oh my God. Had me before she even five saying. Years ahead of you. She five what? years ahead of you. She's like, I don't even, she don't even know. I already got cuz. It's over. It was so crazy because from that night on, we've been fucking inseparable. Easy. 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 Black. Latino woman, Afro Latin. So I got the best of both worlds, and then she double the crazy. You cooking? Okay. You cooking? Yo, when I tell you it's it's a it's a type of love, and we've explained this to each other, right? Because we're we like we're in love. We're I'm saying we're not in love yet, but we're we love each other. You understand what I'm saying? We we on that cusp. If if you tell your life story, you can't tell it without her being involved. That's how I you can't. know it's there. It's I can't. Right yep. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Because over the year, over this past, this year alone, I'm like, my life would not have gone in this direction, in the right direction, without yeah. her by my side. Period. Yep. yep. That's that's flat out. And like but having that, it was just like it, you make you realize so many things about yourself. Yep. And us, we have an age gap. It exposes exposes so so much shit. One, like one of the things for me, and we'll leave it here. Like one of the things for me, it exposed it exposed how mature I really did take credit for myself. That's what the fuck I'm talking about right there, bro. My girl is looking at mind you. My girl is older than me. Okay, she's older than me. She's four years older than me. She sits here and is like, yo, babe, I thought you were 31. Thought you were 30 coming up at me. At the time, I'm 26. I'm 27 now. My birthday's in February, right? We met yeah. in September. Yo. You want P birthday in February? Yes, sir. It's the second. That's crazy. Hey, yes, sir. We we yeah. in here. Aquarius man. All day. Wrap <laughs> 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 your shit, nigga. Me all day. But listen, yeah. like, listen, it was, it was, it was like. Yo, can I, I had to tell God, like, wait a minute. Hold up, Jesus. Hold up. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming to New York to be in a relationship. I'm coming to make this money. I'm coming to get right. that right. I'm coming to get this go paper. Up. I'm trying to go up. But what he told me was like, bro, I got you. Let me insert. Right. Insert. Right. You don't understand what I'm doing. But insert. Yeah. And I'm like, you. I know you told me you never leave me nor forsake me, but dog, and you never told me you put you know anything on my back that I can't handle. But bro, I'm like I'm about to get in a relationship. 
I can handle it. Oh, I can handle it? Because you built for that. That's Because you built for it. Built like, for I that. doubted myself so much that I had to come to myself and say, nigga, you got this shit. Yep. Period. Your girl sitting here saying that. God saying that. You got to say it. And once I really understood that, everything just like. But that's what I, and, and to kind of just really quick, that's where I feel like black men need to kick in. Yes. To reassure yes. you. Yes. Like, they need to sit you down and be like, look, I know you probably ain't, you ain't, I know you unsure. Let me tell you something. You built different. You built for me. Ooh. You got this. And having that reassurance in small breaths, to me, that changes the way that you view the world. That's why I feel like a lot of black men need to kick in for other black men. Yes, no matter man. What, young, older, same age, younger, whatever. Black men need that. Black men need to kick in for other black men. I like that. That's that's a bar. Period. Yeah. As we go through this world, we don't we're unsure. And we yeah. question stuff. Like, even the most confident black men absolutely question themselves. But if you got a if you got an OG in your corner to be like, bro, you doing it right, you yes. the world, you don't give a fuck about what another motherfucker think after that. It's that's over. It. Cause all I need is one person to say you're good, especially a strong one that you respect. Exactly. Over, I don't like give a fuck nobody. You, you, you exactly because you don't give a fuck about what you can say. Some over here, and you may be on the same level as on my OG, but I don't respect you like that. I ain't got that level of ah you, and you doing it different. I don't like the way you do it. Fuck that shit. I don't like the way you do it. I like the way my OG doing it. Am I doing it the way you? And not to say I'm doing it the way my OGs are doing it, but am I doing it in a right in the right way? Am I making sure my moves are correct? If they say my my nigga, you doing what you need to do, bet that's it. That's it. We good. That's a fact. That's a. That's it. We're good. Yep. That's a fact. So last question: What does black men win mean to you when you hear that phrase in your head? And that comes to mind. What does black men win mean to you? See, I'm different. And I'm glad you asked that question. Mm-hmm. And I think you named this podcast, the Twitter handle, the Instagram handle. I'm glad you named it this because I was so passionate and I felt so happy to be involved with this because to mm-hmm. me, when I hear black, black men win, I think black men win in ways that we don't understand. Like, see, we, we, we're capitalists. Come on now. We're, we're born in this country, so we think a lot right. of money, you know, we think wealth equals But our primitive essence at our core, mm-hmm. we're at most peace and most ease and most uh, exhilarant when we have families that we've provided for, that we've built, and that we've created. When we have mm-hmm. communities that we've built, Black, the black men in this country won't be on the winning side unless we create something that money can't buy. Come on now. So we're, we're deeper than money. Like, we care about 100 years from now as black men, which is why when black men fail, they fail miserably. Mm. They fail. Like, when you fail, you as a black man, you like, well, if I'm going to be out here on drugs, I'm going to do my only, I'm going to go hard. But when black men win... <laughs> Black men go all the way up to the chart. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I'll say black men wins to me is when you find a black woman and you procreate and you create a community with her that can't be replicated across the world abroad. To me, black men win when they choose love and they choose understanding 
and they pass that down from generation to generation. Absolutely. The only way black men can truly win is if we totally reverse the narrative that's been bestowed upon us from years of Jim Crow, slavery, whatever the mm-hmm. case is. Mm-hmm. The only way we can truly win is if you procreate and create black children. And this might sound to other people, they might think I'm bugging, but I don't give a fuck. For me, if you are black men and you don't find them, and I don't care, she could be black Latin, she could be Afro Latina, she could be she could be black German. I got she, one. Yeah, she could be, she be black <laughs> British. One. Yeah, she could be black British. She could be black Brazilian. Crazy. As, long as, as long as she understands that this world has oppressed us, and the mm-hmm. only way for us to win is to collaborate together and build a community. That's the only way black men win is if you build a community of black people who understand the struggle and things that we've been put up against in the Western civilization and proceed from there. That's to me the the ultimate, you can make, you can make, you can make 60 million a year, Mm -hmm. but that don't make you no successful black man. That just means you're a black man who found out how to manipulate the capitalistic society that we dwell in. Exactly. Are you going back into your community? Exactly. Are you putting that bread back? Like how you, how are you helping the people who you came from, who you derive from in this country specifically, you know, if you're not doing that to help people, mm-hmm. black people specifically, the people you come from, then I can't even look at you as you winning. I look at you as you, you're, you're a goofy. You getting you're manipulated. Goofy. You're a goofy. You getting finessed. You getting maneuvered. Yeah. If you make all that money and you're not investing it into the black people, because guess what? Black people always make this world shift. Hmm. We all, our culture permeates. Think about nine. Think about your earliest memory. Let's say you was born in ninety four. Mm-hmm. Let's oh four. You was ten. I mm-hmm. met you around that time. Probably oh mm-hmm. two. You was eight. But think about it. Black culture had already been shifting the world before you was even in integrated. Before in I was even thought of. Before God so was like, what? put him down there. That's, that's why I get mad at black people because if you don't bet on black culture. That's the easiest quantifiable measure to invest in. If you're an investing person, invest invest That's in it. black. Whether That's it's it. Black, whether it's black slang, whether mm-hmm. it's black art, black music, anything, invest mm-hmm. in that. Your money is gonna come back thirty times fold. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So people, when they get rich, especially black men, and this is what I hate about black men. I'm sorry, and I'm making this answer very long. That's all right, but I want to hear it. Think <laughs> I hear about it. black men is that we assimilate to white men too easily when we're successful. And I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. Take I was it. poor for most of my life until about 31, I was broke. <laughs> I make good money now. Hey <laughs> like, man, come on. <laughs> I make come good on. money. And when I get around the white men that make good money, I challenge them, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to black women. And if you're a smart black man, you invest in a black woman. And I mean, financially, emotionally, spiritually, you invest in that woman. Yes. Guess what? Her yes. post beats yes. to the world's pace. Yes. It's different with them. Yes. So if yes. you're smart as a black man, you understand that you're nothing without the woman that created you. Amen. And the women that invest in you. So my, my ultimate win, build with black women, invest in black women, trust black men as far as you can trust them. Yeah. But some of these guys assimilate and want to be like Warren Buff and and they want to be like Jeff Bezos and all these guys. That's that's goofy to me. You are I, if you if you believe and you subscribe to that. You heard what he said. That's what he said. Period. And to me, that's black man win. That's mm-hmm. me. 
black men win when they understand that you ain't shit without your essence. And if you're Period. not tapped into your essence, yep. I can't even trust you. I can't even rock with you, no matter how much money you make it. And guys have come to me, celebrities, and I've worked in radio, I've worked in entertainment. Many guys have come to me for opportunities, but they the ops if you're not if you're not invested with black women, if you don't swear by black women in some form or fashion. I don't care if you're white, Spanish, German, <clears throat> uh, fucking Russian. I don't care what you are. If you don't invest in black women and believe in them, I can't even rock with you. It's over. And that's the bar. We're going to leave it there, period. If you ain't investing in our queens, it's a we ain't rat. fucking with you. Fucking and that's dub. it. And that's okay. it. Because here's the thing. You was right. A lot. The fact that a lot of black men don't invest in black women. Let me just say, first of all, one, I want to say one, two, three of our first 10 sponsorships that we have with the opinion brother podcast for black women they they support us bro we're black my women. whole my whole professional career in radio guess who the number one listeners for all of my radio shows were? bro black women all the time bro it never I fails promise i promise i don't think niggas understand y'all don't so y'all don't is, <laughs> it, 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 i'm like across the board i've looked at all my stats across the board across the board as a network black women surpass every other demographic that and I i'm have. not even an analytics person like Same. i don't like i'm gonna i'm draymond i'm the draymond green podcast <laughs> he's from sag nasty he's from he close to Flint, so I, I called him a Flint brother. But anyways, <laughs> but I'm the Draymond Green. Like, you don't have to put up 30 points every night. No, no. You have to be dedicated to a cause and a purpose. And if mm -hmm. it benefits, and if it benefits the right people, you're going to win. Yes. Like, bro, I don't think people understand that. Like, your podcast, for example, you theme it the right way. I can see why black women buy into this because you know why? You care about them. Like it's it it permeates through your core. Your it's your essence, bro. And I make sure that the black men on here that I interview because don't get it twisted, y'all. Don't uh, let's not get it twisted. The black men that I bring on here are never going to outright disrespect on mamas on mamas their mothers. Okay, period. <laughs> period. Oh. They never going to do that up on this platform because I'm never going to give them the space to because what we do here. Yes, we we celebrate black men here, but ultimately we celebrate black people. You understand what I'm saying? And we understand that in order for us to rise, yeah. we have to lean back or even not even lean back, hold out our hand to the side and be like, baby, come on, period. Black woman, come on, come on, sister, sister friend. Let's go. Oh. Because oh, I'll, I'll say this now, my friends, all my friends, damn near my whole crew, 70% of them, black women. I'm just being a hundred. My sister friends keep me on check. They that's keep me grounded. And not it's not. Not by mistake. It's not. Like, I got so much flack with that for in high school and college. Like, yo, why you got so many like women friends and they was black women like it's not like i got white women friends like yeah they right, cool right. whatever like like but then i got black women like who are one one is uh a social worker actually two are social workers with their master's degrees 
All of the black women across the board in my crew most have master's degree. Master degree. Most educated group in the United States, bro. It's not a game. It's they are game. they are thorough. <laughs> They're smart. They're inclined. Bro, bro they lead the culture. Yes. It's with them. Yes. It's and it's like, why not support them? Why are you not supporting them? What is That's- wrong with you? You're a direct op if you're not supporting black women in some form or fashion. Period. And I don't care who you are. You could be my dad. You could be my best friend. If you're not supporting, if you're not supporting the movement, I can't even. That's a wrap. That Because you, you're a goofball, bro. You know what? We had D Roy on the show, man. This was great. I appreciate you, Roy. Thank you so much for coming on the show, I bro. Because you, know, you got a busy schedule out here in these streets. I had to give you, you something on a Saturday, and I apologize <laughs> on camera. No, you can't. Sorry, because you family, and I apologize. But you a Harlem right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh so, man, you already know what's next. We got to initiate you. Oh, oh man, oh, listen, yeah, oh gotta, mama, now I got to get initiated. I got to take you up. See, we gotta, yep. I got to take you uptown. We might end in the Bronx. They're my neighbors, but it is what it is, bro. All right, but, how do you and I'm thankful that you had me on on mamas like bro to see the man that you become I'm Thank proud because I feel like I had an indirect kind of hand in this you know Thank what I'm you, saying bro. Like, yes you did bro you remember P and I little excursions bro what oh my <laughs> god y'all was wild <laughs> dog we did the thirsties you smell me we did the thirsties oh my god anyway, it was crazy it gonna be like it's gonna be more grown man. You know, exactly, you me, exactly. You owe me a function. You owe me one. Owe I got that. you. I got you. You let me know when I'm there. That's next it. weekend. We clowning. We right, fooling. We doing we the doing fools. It. All right, we doing the fools. We up in the fools. All, All right. right, let them uh, let them know your, your. Oh, you already let them know your Twitter handles. Yeah, I said Twitter, it again though. Twitter. You know, people, yeah, because you know people forget. Let them know your Twitter yeah. and your Instagrams and all of that good stuff where they can Twitter, follow you. Twitter, Instagram is D Royale D R O Y A L E. You can call me. Uh, oh man, you can email me. You know what I'm saying? D Royale one zero four five. I got a podcast. Real Smooth Royale is is redropping again. Uh, third of September, so Labor Day yes, weekend. Sir, for you. Um, in the meantime, follow me Twitter, Instagram, D Royale. Uh, also, you can get at me. I'm Spotify exclusive. So if you're trying to get down, you're trying to get your joint bump, holla at me. That's it. Got you. All right, y'all, we out of here. Make sure y'all follow us on uh, Instagram on the BMW uh, podcast. You can, you know, add us BMW podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook as well at uh, the Black Men One Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter on our uh, podcast network, the THC network with an underscore. You can also follow us on YouTube. We got the network on there too, so you can catch all clips and everything there. This episode will be out in September. We got about three episodes already in the can. I'm loaded. Like I'm, I'm oh. we're almost done with season one. I want at least one or two more episodes. And then um, I want to get season two started. So yeah, man, we 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 on the prowl with this one. We 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 going crazy. So I want to thank D for coming through again. Thank you so much, man. We 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 appreciate you. We love you. Uh, again, check out some past episodes right now. Um, and that's it. Love, peace, and hair grease, and we out this thing.